You're listening to The Range, Gardner Webb University, streaming and on-demand programming. I'm Jeff Powell. In the studio is Mallory Moore. Yeah. She is the BFCA scholar. And this is Cinema Scene, a weekly look at all things related to movies. Yeah. Mallory, I think we're going to start off with the new uh, the new Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, so uh, coming out on April 28th, coming to theaters, is a new sci-fi thriller called The Circle, starring some actors you might have heard of, um, Tom Hanks and Emma Watson, um, who done very well this year with her uh, remake of Beauty and the Beast, and mm-hmm. she starred in that. But um, also, like I said, it stars uh, Tom Hanks, who... Um, you know, he's done a lot with his career, not only as an actor, but he's also got some, um, a couple writing credits. Um, he's directed like some episodes of TV shows, that kind of thing. Um, he's been a producer, but of course we know him most as an actor and he has done every sort of genre from comedy to drama, um, biopics, um, animation as a voice actor you know who doesn't love toy story so oh, I know. I know. All, all kinds of things so he's very uh versatile and very good at everything um that he's done so far he's won a couple awards here and there so just you know a pretty solid career and a yeah. solid talent there well what would you well what's the premise of the new sci-fi thriller um so this uh the circle i believe is based on a novel and it is about a Uh, an industry um, uh, called The Circle, and I believe Tom Hanks' character sort of runs that industry. Um, And it wasn't really clear from the trailer exactly what all they do, but it has something to do with enhancing humanity. And Uh he says at one point, you know, I believe we need to push humans to their fullest potential. And then so Emma Watson plays a young woman who gets a job at this industry um, and not only works there, but begins to become very invested in it and she has her character has a father uh suffering from i believe it's ms multiple sclerosis so um they can sort of help her and help her father in some way but then it kind of takes a dark turn she of begins course it to, does yeah it's a thriller <laughs> so um kind of takes a dark turn and begins to sort of take over her life and it looks like they're dealing with issues of uh things like surveillance and how much of our lives are broadcasted through technology and social media and that kind of thing. So um, it sort of had that, uh, the trailer started out kind of happy and interesting, but then it kind of took a turn and it looks like it's going to be one of those films that really makes you think. So I'm pretty excited about it. And I've never heard of it one. until this moment. And yeah. now I'm excited about it. I want to see that one too. Yeah, it's definitely one that I would recommend and I would really like to see it. So, but yeah, um, with uh, Tom Hanks, it looks like in this film, he might even be taking more of a darker role than what he's he's, played in the past. He's not usually the bad guy. He usually plays the good guy, the hero. Um, Even in some of the darker films, Mm -hmm. um, the dramas, he's usually, you know, still on the the light side or the good side. So what are some of your favorite? So um, when I was looking at his list of credits, it seems like I've got a lot of favorites, but also some things that I really need to see that I haven't yet. Um, but some of my favorites are uh, for his comedies, A League of Their Own. Oh, yeah, that's uh, good. From, yeah. yeah. You know, I just really love the the lightheartedness of it and the There's no crying the humor. in baseball. Yeah, you know, the one-liners. <laughs> so great one there. I think um, one of his favorite roles for me was Forrest Gump, which, oh, yeah. you know, great film in itself but also just that character um and the idea of putting someone so who seems so ordinary and 
uh, so commonplace into all these historical situations and big events. It's just, you know, a different a different perspective. And it's, you know, humorous and emotional and all the all the stuff you want when you want a feel good movie. Yeah. So and then also um, one that I really enjoyed in the last couple of years was Captain Phillips. Oh, yeah. It's good yeah. Movie. Um, pretty intense. And it had a way of making you feel, you know, like you're you're right in the moment. Um kind of feeling unsafe like the characters in the movie might have felt but yeah um in that one tom hanks is great at taking on um a role based on a a real life person which Mm -hmm. he also did in the movie uh sully Mm -hmm. released last year so so even just from that list you know got a comedy a a drama and then a sort of based on a true story film so he's you know obviously good at whatever role they hand to him what about that list of things that you haven't seen (laughs) But want to see. So um, a couple classics here. Um, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, you have to see that. Yeah, you it's one that, that I watch actually part of in a high school history class. Mm-hmm. Um, we watch that, the opening scene um, of that one. It's kind of hard to watch. Yeah. It's not a feel-good movie in any way. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, so, yeah, but even in that first scene, um, pretty intense, hard mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't gotten around to watching the rest of it, but definitely want to. It was a good um, sort of teaser watching that that first scene in high school. Yeah. And then I hate to admit that I haven't seen this, but Castaway. Oh, um, that's, yeah, you got to see yeah, that. You, you got to see that. As soon as you get through with final classic. exams, you know, yeah, <laughs> get some movies and, and have a, have Tom a binge watching party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then another more recent one, um, I've heard a lot of people praise this one is the bridge of spies, which is a, a spy sort of, yeah. I guess an espionage Cold, type Cold war movie. espionage yeah. kind of thing. I didn't see see that. I remember when it was out in the theater and I actually thought about going to see it, but I have not yet seen that. Yeah, that was actually one that uh, my grandparents recommended to me that they went to see. Mm -hmm. So would love to see that one eventually. But yeah, so those are some of my favorite uh, Tom Hanks films and some must watch ones from his career. So definitely a great actor and great career uh with mr tom hanks you, you need to see apollo 13 as well yeah i have seen i've seen parts <laughs> of that one that's one of the ones that you know it's come on tv a lot mm-hmm. so i'll turn it on and i've seen you know chunks of it but Pieces never it. Yeah. sat down and watched the whole yeah. thing in one sitting so yeah. i think you um wanted to do some birthdays some yeah anniversaries so, maybe um we're uh, it's hard to believe but uh we're in april of 2017 so next month we'll have uh, we'll be halfway through 2017, um, and it's. I'm always interested in older films, and so I want to take a look today at uh, films that have significant birthdays uh, in the year 2017. So to begin with, some films that are turning 10 this year, so stuff that came out in 2007. It seemed like that was a good year for kids' films and animated family things, Um from Disney, we had uh, Enchanted with mm-hmm. Amy Adams, which was, um, it took on that um, that style of the half animated, half live action that Disney had actually been doing for a while with things like um, bed knobs and broomsticks mm-hmm. and Mary Poppins and that kind of thing. But also um, Meet the Robinsons, Bridge to Terabithia and Ratatouille are all turning 10 <laughs> this year. Um, And then also turning 10, two movies that are part of franchises that are still continuing uh, 10 years later, the first Transformers, well, the first Transformers in this um, series with Shia LaBeouf, Megan Fox came Mm -hmm. out 10 years ago. Um, And also... um, I would have actually thought that was longer ago because there's been so many Transformer movies. Right. I I would have thought it was more than 10 years ago. It seems like it would have 
like it's older um and the fifth one is coming out this summer so mm-hmm. still continuing on and then the the third pirates of the caribbean which also has a fifth installment coming out mm-hmm. this summer is uh turning 10 this year also a couple musicals from the year 2007 um Sweeney Todd, Hairspray, and Across the Universe. And musicals are always interesting because it seems like they either do really well or they flop. Um, So we also had uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, which is surprising. Um, It's hard to imagine that one's 10 years old. That was the fifth installment. Oh, wow. And it seems like the last one just came out, you know, last year it wasn't last year but it seems like it um but yeah uh the fifth harry potter is turning 10 years old um one of my favorite comedies juno um came out 10 years ago and then the big one from that year was uh, the oscar winner no country for old men see that's hard me to believe that's 10 years old yeah all right and then also some older ones uh films that are turning 25 this year so this will be films that were released in 1992 before i was even born (laughs) Uh, i was definitely here (laughs) (laughs) um not as many you know notable kids films from that movie but disney's aladdin um came out oh great great yeah it's Mm -hmm. that was actually one of my favorites that i i watched over and over again when i was a kid and wore out our our vhs um also newsies came out that year um, a big list of dramas, uh, Far and Away, Single White Female, The Bodyguard, Patriot Games, uh, Reservoir Dogs, one mm, of my favorite Tarantino classic. films. Yeah, that's yeah. A, kind of a cult classic. Uh-huh. Uh, Last of the Mohicans um, and Batman Returns. Um, a couple comedy and family movies turning 25 include Sister Act, Wayne's World, The Mighty Ducks, uh, A League of Their Own, which we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, My Cousin Vinny, and Honeymoon in Vegas. And then, got to mention, the Oscar winner, the big one from that year, was Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood, Gene Hackman, and Morgan Freeman. Very uh, very good film. Sort of a Western film, one I would definitely recommend. And then going back even further than that, uh, to the year 1967, this will be films turning 50 in uh, the year 2017. Um, We had... uh, one animated movie worth mentioning from that year, The the Jungle Book, which was mm. actually just remade, remade into a live action one uh, last year, um, 50 years old this year. And then also um, a couple classics, The Graduate uh, with Dustin Hoffman, Bonnie and Clyde, In the Heat of the Night, and also Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Have you seen any or all yeah, of those I've movies? Seen, I have not seen Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, you got to watch that. Or yes. <laughs> In the Heat of the Night. Yeah, definitely on my watch list. But I've seen The Graduate, um, and I've seen Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. So. There's a local connection to the Bonnie and Clyde movie. I bet really? You, I bet you can't guess what the local connection is. I don't know. I'm not actually from around here, so. <laughs> well, well, you are while you're in school. Yeah. <laughs> Earl, Earl Scruggs, famous okay. banjo player, right. was born about three miles from where we're sitting, mm-hmm. um, does the theme song to that. Bonnie really? and Clyde. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Nifty. <laughs> it is nifty. So, yeah, those are the um, uh, films turning um having significant birthdays this year it was kind of hard to pick you know there are so many many. films that come out each year and you know even we're only in april but we've already talked about so many done a couple reviews and looked at uh coming soon so it's always interesting how many how many different films come out every year speaking of that yes let's take a look and see what uh what has happened what are some of the Um, most successful films of 2017 Mm -hmm. thus far. Yeah, so um, 
I've got a list here of the the top money makers for 2017. And this isn't just in the United States, but, you know, globally. Um, so looking at the list, one of the most interesting um, things is actually the movie that comes in uh, in the seventh place, seventh ranking, which I bet is one that you haven't heard of because I looked at it and I thought, what in the world is this? It's called Your Name. Never heard of it. And it stands out on the list, not only because it's one I haven't heard of, but when you look at it, um, it'll give you the domestic uh, profits and then overseas. And it only has made um, about $4 million in the U.S. And compared to these other films that are over, you know, $100 million, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, well, how did this one make the list? Um, but then you look at the overseas profits and it's right up there with all the other ones. So Your Name is a, um, a film from Japan. It's an anime film. Um, looked uh, like it had kind of um, almost coming of age um, type themes in it. It's also, it takes that idea from Freaky Friday of swapping bodies, but puts it into an um, an anime film. Um, and it's, it's always interesting, you know, we, we kind of forget um, looking at all the films that are produced, you know, in America, um, how big the film market actually is. It is a global thing. Um, and a lot of films that are actually made in America will do a lot better overseas. And even from this this list, you can see comparing the domestic and um, total global profits. You know, some films, they just kind of flop in the U.S., mm-hmm. but other places, they'll do really well. Mm-hmm. So, And it used to be, to be a successful film, it had to make it in the domestic market. Right. But that has definitely changed. Definitely. It's also changed the way some of the movies are made. They're mm-hmm. more often now made with that international audience in mind. Yeah. Right. Um, But then, of course, there are the ones uh, that we have heard of on this list uh, that everyone in, you know, America has been talking about. Um, Number 10 on the list is uh, Resident Evil, the final chapter, uh, which is a franchise film based on the the Resident Evil video games. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we've got The Great Wall uh, is also on the list starring Matt Damon, which is also another one that... um, did not do, you know, maybe as well in the United States, but it's got a huge uh, global profit to it. Triple um, uh, X, The Return of Xander Cage, another franchise it's film. A franchise film. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, number seven is Your Name. Number six, this one continually surprises me with how well it's doing. The Boss Baby animated <laughs> it does animated film with um, Alec Baldwin. There must be something, you know, good about it. It kind of must be how well it's doing kind of intrigues me makes me want to go see it i haven't seen it but i have talked to people who have seen it and, mm-hmm. and they all say it's funny yeah you know i'm pretty sure it's on a kind of a a base level of funny but yeah it almost you know it takes that concept from i there's a movie i think it's called guess who's talking or something like yeah, that with yeah. a, a talking baby character mm-hmm. so maybe mm-hmm. it's just kind of a funny gimmick to have a a talking baby so it's doing well doing successful yeah um, then we move into the top five uh, money makers for 2017 in the um, the global market as well as in the United States. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker, the second installment of the the Fifty Shades of Grey series, um, Kong Skull Island, hmm. which I've talked about a couple times mm-hmm. on here, and then Logan, the um, oh, the man. Wolverine uh, franchise, old Wolverine, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Fate of the Furious, which 
just came just, out. Yeah, wow. and it's already number two on the list. Amazing. So, yeah, and then number one, no surprise here, is uh, Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. the uh, the Disney live action remake. Got so. knocked out of the number one slot by Baby Boss. Yeah. So for the, <laughs> you know, um, uh, American domestic, you know, weekly box office totals, Boss Baby did knock it out of the way, but on the overall picture of how much m- much money yeah. it's made, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. held on to its number one spot. Yes, and so. I, I think over time. Yeah. <laughs> it will be the clear winner between those two. Right. Which is an artificial competition that I just put out there. Yeah. You know, I was interested. Um, you said number 10 was the final chapter, Resident Evil final chapter. Mm-hmm. One of my guilty pleasures is that franchise. Yeah. I can't tell you that it's good, <laughs> but I see them all. I didn't even know that one was out. I've got really? to go see that now. i got to yeah. figure out a way to find that now. All, all right. right. Well, that's uh, it for this week. This is Cinema Scene on WGWG.org. And you can catch it on all the social media outlets or download it from iTunes as well. Thanks to Mallory Moore for being the BF, the broadcast film critic scholar. I always have trouble getting through all the uh, letters there. But thanks so much for coming by yeah, and sharing. Thank you. If you have any questions or comments, email us here at the station, info, I-N-F-O, at WGWG.org.